Sagat. This is the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, starting in three, two, one, go. Hey you guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. This is a fun episode. Um, Thank you to Jobber and their sponsorship and their collaboration with us. We were able to head out to the GIE Expo in Louisville, Kentucky and record live right there at the side of their booth. Um, Had a couple scheduled interviews and um, also took some walk-ups, just people in the area that wanted to share their story. So have a few people. Um, we kick it off with Corey Ballard. He's been on the show before, but uh, then we, we also had uh, C&J. We had Cody at Easy Lawn. We had a guy from Lawn Site, um, someone from Wisconsin. We, we did quite a few walk-up interviews, um, so we just selected some of our favorite, bottled it up, packaged it for you all, and uh, going to let you listen in and tune in. So thanks to Jobber for their sponsorship and collaborating with us. Again, wouldn't be able to do this stuff and meet these people without them. So it was a lot of fun. You will have to bear with me. Um, it was crazy. We got in Tuesday night to Louisville, Kentucky, and it hadn't been feeling good over the weekend, but my throat just started to literally seize up on me. Um, you can hear that. Still uh, still a little under the weather, but, man, it got pretty bad, and you, you can kind of hear me squeaking through these interviews. So bear with me on that. But we had some really, really solid, solid people swing by. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I will tell you, unfortunately, the Wi-Fi wasn't the greatest in there. We had um, It's His Turf on with us, and he told his story. And unfortunately, that episode for whatever, or that uh, interview for whatever reason didn't download. He is going to, he said that he'd be more than happy to come back and record a full show with us. So we'll do a full segment with him. I won't spoil it, but just a little teaser for his story. The guy had 32 employees. Um, They were doing seven figures in revenue, and he was just kind of chasing his tail. He said that he, his marriage was out of whack. Um, He wasn't right with God and just had his priorities all backwards. Wound up, he was 200 grand in debt. And so... He uh, he hit us with that story and where he's at now, and it's kind of kind of a unique situation. We're all out here and we're all trying to grow, we're all trying to bust it. But he he had grown, he had made it, and he had made the decision to protect his family, protect his marriage, protect his relationship with God, and he downsized. And so I thought that was a really really interesting perspective, and a really great story. And he's sitting in a really good spot right now. Um, with all the above, with, with his family, with his faith, and with his business. So he's going to hop on. I just DM'd him actually just a little bit ago and uh, asked him if he would join us next week if we could get something on the books because I know you guys will get a lot of value out of that. Um, listen in. Listen to these interviews. If you haven't been to the GIE Expo, it is insane. There's always so much to look at, so much to do, and just not enough time. Um, I had a lot of people that I wanted to meet up with, but between... All of our stops, we took our full team there, keeping them entertained, me being sick, bouncing around. I just didn't meet a lot of the people that I wanted to meet. So always going to try to do better. We'll try to schedule it out a little better next year. (coughs) Excuse me. But um, I think you guys are going to like this episode. You'll, uh, You'll hear what people's takeaways from the expo and then also just get a little short 
short clip of where they're at and where they're going and what they've been doing. So I think you guys will enjoy this episode. Thanks for stopping by the Lawn Care Leaders podcast. If you guys haven't yet, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, What that does is it will just allow you to automatically download new episodes. So whenever we have one, you can even set it as an alert on your phone. It'll pop up as an icon or a badge alert um, whenever we come out with a new show. So subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a review. We want to reach more guys and girls just like you in the green industry. Hopefully add value through these interviews and documented episodes. That's that's the main goal. We've all got uh, similar questions, and we're all in the same industry, and so we want to go through it together and uh, grow and learn and lead this uh, lead, lead our companies uh, together. So hope you guys uh, enjoy this episode. Let us know your feedback on Instagram, at Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter. My personal Twitter account is bdowd32, at bdowd32. Listen in, enjoy. Alrighty, we are live here at the GIE Expo 2019, Louisville, Kentucky. Um, we are actually right on the corner of the jobber booth. We've got mass chaos all around us. Um, green industry professionals and pros showing up from all over the world, really, come to uh, check out equipment, network with people, and really this has become um, quite a big event for our industry. Um, a great, great place to meet people, swap information. You don't have that guy up the street that's worried about giving you his, his secrets. Everybody's telling all. Um, I am here with Corey Ballard. He's been on the podcast a few times. You guys know him. Um, doing big things with Perfect Cut out in Iowa. And then Ballard Innovative Products is kind of uh, his baby, what they're what they're working on now. So, Corey, welcome aboard. Yeah, glad to be here. Good man. to see you. Um, let's start off with, uh, let's just chat. What have you been up to? When did you guys get in this week? Yeah, so we just got in yesterday. Um, we didn't realize that the show kicked off on Wednesday because I don't do a very good job of researching. But we got over here this morning. Um, been looking around a little bit. Been doing, uh, had to do a presentation here for Jobber at the Jobber uh, booth and did, been doing a few interviews and podcasts and uh, and talking to a lot of guys and just like you said uh, you know this used to be a show where you just got to see a lot of great equipment which I still think you can do that today yeah but more importantly you get to meet a ton of people share stories share what's working for you uh, network shake a lot of hands meet yeah. a lot of people and I think that's what's really cool about this show um, yeah. I've been doing this show since 97 so that dates me a little bit 97 97 I bet you some of our listeners were born in 97 Maybe so so I've been doing this show a long time so I've seen it be really huge and then it got really small kind of the 08 9 10 and then uh, now it's just back on top and uh, yeah. uh, if you don't get to the GIE I, I recommend you try to find a way to get here I think uh, you're going to get a lot of value out of it. Yep, yep. I would say uh, if you are new to the GIE Expo, you guys are showing up for the first time, don't be a stranger. Introduce yourself to somebody. Walk around. That's the best part is just meeting new people. Um, what's your uh, What's your hot take on this expo? You haven't even had a chance to look around. I haven't it. looked around a lot, but, you know, we're seeing a lot of what we saw last year, a, a lot of electric. Electric's, you know, the hot thing. Uh, yeah. Everybody's coming out with better mowers. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of brands, that, even a few brands that I've seen just in my short time looking around that uh, I haven't seen before. Um, you know, and again, I just see a lot of people that uh, the crowd's getting younger. Yeah. The guys are getting excited. There's this social media yeah. phase going on where we've got these influencers. So a lot of great yeah. people here. Um, I just think it's an awesome opportunity to network and talk to people and 
and uh, put your hands on some equipment too. Uh, and you can go outside. I haven't been outside, but you can go outside and literally run equipment, which is yeah. pretty cool. There's some awesome equipment outside to demo. So, um, anything with the younger generation? Any any trends you're seeing? Anything? I mean, I feel like everyone is asking you hundreds of questions on Instagram. They're like, what's Let's go business and leadership. Let's leave the expo for just a second. Like, what's what's one of the trends that you're seeing? Our audience is about 23 to 35 years old. Sure. Any trends within that audience of questions that you've been seeing? Um, you know, I get the same thing that nobody wants to work these days. Um, I talked about that a little bit ago. Um, I don't believe that nobody wants to work these days. I think it's getting harder and harder to find guys that want to work. Yep. Um I think great companies find great people. I've talked about that a lot. Um, I use Chick-fil-A always just because it's an easy example. But when they yeah. build a new Chick-fil-A, they don't build it and go, boy, I hope we can get employees. You know what? They know that they've got a game plan yeah. that's going to get great you know, great people. And so if you're growing your company and you've got a great philosophy, a great mission, you can interview people, you've got a great place, I, I believe that people follow greatness. And, yeah. and if you can tell your story, uh, offer opportunity, uh, those younger guys, um, I believe guys should work for other guys for a while. I don't know that everybody should go on their own in the beginning. Yeah. Um, I think there's an opportunity to get experience, find out what you like in the industry, where your strengths are. Um, sometimes guys, uh, you know, you can go out and create a job or you can create a business, and those are two different things. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that younger audience, um, I just encourage them to get information. And that being said, this might sound a little negative, but not everything you see on YouTube is true. Yeah. So. Find out who, who's really doing it, who's doing it well, who's being honest, and yeah. follow those guys and listen to yeah. what they've got to say. Read yeah. books, follow guys that are getting it done, uh, find guys you trust, because um, yeah. there's a lot of misinformation out there as well. So uh, yeah. the young guys uh, have an opportunity to just, again, get to these events, get out and network, talk to people that are doing well, and not just in our industry. Talk to people that are doing well in, in, in any yeah. industry and, yeah. and see what they're doing and why they're doing it and, uh, and what they're passionate about. That's good. That's good. Anything um, as far as hiring and retaining talent between 25 and 35? Um, incentive yeah, plans. What, what are you guys doing differently at your company? Any different incentive plans? Yeah, so we offer a $500 sign-on bonus. People think that's crazy. Uh, we also offer a $1,000 sign-on bonus for guys that have CDLs. Um, we also a referral pro also offer a referral program for current employees. They get three hundred dollars if they bring a guy in. Now with that, there's some stipulations. They got to stay with us ninety days. Yep. They've got to have no violations, no tardiness, those types of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people think that's crazy, and I say, would you not pay five hundred dollars for a great employee? Yeah. Well, I yeah. would, right? So if you'd pay five hundred dollars for a great employee, why not try to offer that guy a, a sign-on bonus with some uh, caveats, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, so you know getting out there and asking the right questions when you interview. Uh, I'd rather interview 10 guys and hire none than, than hire the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, ask hard questions. And then something I just talked about earlier is follow up. So one week when we after we hire somebody, on the first Friday before they get their first paycheck, they get an interview. Yeah. They get interviewed from either their direct boss or our HR director. Okay. And we, <coughs> excuse me, and we say, is this the job we hired you for? Uh, are you safe? Do you feel like you've been trained properly? And how are you being treated? Okay. Because uh, we found that we were losing a lot of our guys in that first 30 days. So we also have a 30-day checkpoint. So we get you at one week, and then at 30 days we do the same thing. Okay. Is this the job we hired you for? Now how are you feeling? Do you like what, you know, we might find out that a guy is working with a guy that's treating him really poorly. Yeah. He quits. I still have this toxic employee, yet I lost a guy that might have been really good. Yeah. 
So I do think that there's a lot of things you can do in the beginning when you hire people. Um, and you just have to carve out that time. But you know, know everyone says they don't have the time, right? Doesn't have the time, but, but then you don't have the time. Quits, and yeah. you gotta, you, so you're, you're gonna stuck. take the you're gonna you're gonna take the time to rehire, or you're gonna take the time to put invest right. in the guy you already yes. hired. So yeah. take the time. It doesn't take long. You can have that conversation in five to ten minutes and just say, you know, hey, how was your first week? Is yep. this what we told you? Are you trained? Are you safe? Yeah. Do I mean? Is there anything we can do for you? And yeah. uh, I think it's also crucial to be there when those new guys get back. Even if it's seven o'clock at night, as an owner or maybe just a direct supervisor, shake his hand, give him a knuckle bump, and say, "Hey, buddy, how'd your first day go?" Yeah. Um, when he goes home that night to his wife, or it could be a gal to her husband, or significant other, or maybe, are they going to come back tomorrow? I think if you shake his hand at the end of the day, he might come Look back tomorrow. The, uh, yeah. He oh, might yeah, come back either. tomorrow. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of letting them know that you care. Absolutely. Um, I think the thing that strikes me as odd is the amount of complaining that goes on in the industry around hiring with yeah. the lack of intentionality and time spent in that. 100%. It's like, we're all, I mean, what are we doing here? We're all looking at equipment and production stuff. Sure. Yet there's maybe one meeting through the NALP on how to hire and retain talent. Absolutely. Um, so that's what strikes me. Like you come to these industries, everybody's complaining about it, but yet there's not really the time versus complaining, the allocation of their time towards that problem is way out of whack, in my opinion. You're 100% um, spot on. We, we spend all of our time and money buying equipment, yep. yet we won't give a guy a $500 sign-on bonus or whatever that looks like, um, or or invested in so software, or at the jobber booth, whatever, yep. whether it's jobber or another software. Yep. We'll spend $600 on a backpack blower, yet we won't spend the time to give a guy a proper interview, maybe a sign-on bonus, maybe okay. follow up with him on his first week. You're 100% spot on. Yeah, we're, commission, we're, too bonus we're too busy. We're too busy. We're too I'm too busy to interview anybody. Yeah. Well, you know why you're too busy interviewing everybody because you're out in the field. You know why? Because yeah. you haven't hired anybody. Yeah. And it's this double-edged sword that guys continue to do. I'm working with a guy right now out of Boston and he's in the field every day. He's got a nice sized company. He's in yeah. the field every day. He goes, "I can't get out of the field to hire anybody." I said, "You can't get out of the field because you can't hire anybody." Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, I, "If I'm not in the field, I won't make any money." I said, "But you gotta hire people, and, and so you it's this—it's yeah. this balancing back and forth of you've got to prioritize your time and say, "I gotta hire great people," and that means maybe it's one day a week. On Tuesdays, I stay in the office and, and I interview, whatever it looks like. Yeah. And uh, guys, because we want to get our hands dirty, right? Because yeah. if if, I'm, if my hands aren't dirty, I'm not making any money. Yeah. Well, and, and Stan just talked about that. I make my. He said I used to make all my money with my hands. Yeah. And then I realized that I got to make my money with my mouth and my in my in yeah. my head. I got to get in there. And it's and always I, that one to three employee mark. Because you feel like you can still do everything, you can still manage everything. After that, it gets to be out of your control, and you got to start learning people skills. Absolutely. And HR. And you that. can't do it on your. You cannot do this on your own. Yeah. Or again, or you're gonna have a you're gonna have a job and not a, and, and not a business. Yeah. Exactly. And those are two different things. Exactly. Um, well, let's wrap up here with this. Um, yeah. Let's switch it and go influencer now. What are you seeing with influencers? Who have you been connecting with? Have you met anybody here? Um, yeah, so you know, the influencer thing is pretty cool. There's a lot of guys that are getting a lot of social media follows. Um, you know, I struggle with some of it, yeah. just straight honesty. Uh, um, because just because you're an influencer doesn't make you an expert. Yeah. So uh, again, there's a lot of good content out there. There's a lot of bad content out there. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that are doing some really motivational stuff, which I like. 
Um, and then I think there's some misinformation as well. So, yeah. you know, social media has totally changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I just caution guys a little bit to, uh, you know, make sure they follow the guys that they think that they want to be. Uh, I, yeah. I, try to, I try to look at guys and say, who do I want to be? And is that guy doing what I want to do? And it doesn't matter, again, whether he's doing a little more than you, the same as you, ten times more than you. Uh, just try to pick up little tidbits and uh, I think it's all like it comes down to content find the content you want yep. the content you need but also I mean it's a lot I mean how do you handle you have such a following now you're starting to get some people like that troll on you yeah I get, I get a lot of hate talk, talk about that a little bit how do you, uh, how do you handle that does that bog you down or it you does just it, keep it does I'm getting better at it um Unfortunately, when you put yourself out there like we have, you're going to get a lot of hate, and it was consuming a lot of my time and energy, and, and I was frustrated. Um, but I realized that it just is what it is. Um, when you put yourself out there and you're vulnerable, you're going to get people that don't, you know, I've been called every name there is, and it, it's frustrating. But I also realized that when I give those guys time, I validate them. Yeah. I believe in what we believe in. I know what we do. Um, I'm, I feel strongly and passionately about what, we're, what we do to the industry, what I feel strong about my business and what I bring to my employees. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to put yourself out there, um, even Stan was saying, Stan doesn't even sell anything and he's got a whole people, a group of people that hate him. Like, what's, what's he done to get hated? Yeah. But the reality is when you sit behind a keyboard, it's easy, yeah. to, it's easy to bash other people, whether that comes from jealousy, resentment. Maybe they're just not happy in their own lives. I can tell you that has been one of the biggest struggles for me. Um, I don't know how it's affected you on what you've been doing, but um, it's tough to see people um, say things that aren't true. And then when you defend them, you validate it. And then you yeah. get in this, I'm back arguing, you get in this back and forth. Yeah. Um, Dr. Dr. Phil, this is kind of funny. Dr. Phil says, you never you, you never respond to a hater. And I, and yeah. I, I throw that out there because it was kind of funny when you, you said it. You just quote Dr. Phil. I quoted Dr. Phil. Your wife's going to make money for that. I actually like... That's a Lawn Care Leaders podcast first. I actually like Dr. Dr. Phil, but he said one thing that made sense to me. He said, <laughs> you never you never respond to a hater. And I thought, it's so spot on. Yeah. But yet here I am arguing with the guy in the middle of nowhere about something that I, I can't win that argument. So what am I... It's take it's negative energy that I should be using on positive things. And so a lot of the, a lot of times I've noticed. So I uh, some really really famous people on Instagram or YouTube. They only they only respond to the haters. So it's almost like it's easier for somebody to be mean to get a response and then engage with them. Sure. It's kind of kind of a weird situation, but it is. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate taking it. Taking off this podcast. Hope you guys are, are doing well and. Yeah. Uh, you guys enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, I appreciate you having us. We're going to wander around and see what we can't live without. Hey, nice to meet you too. See you guys. Thanks, buddy. Bye bye. Yep. Have a good one. Hey, guys, how are you? Hey, nice to meet you. Alrighty. That was Corey Ballard, Ballard Innovative Products. Right now, we got Joe coming up, CNJ's Lawn Care. There goes my sign. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for coming out here and joining me. Let me get set up here. Yeah, bud. So, CNJ's Lawn Care, our uh, Instagram buddies. Um, I want to uh, welcome you to the show. Just uh, make this conversation style. So, you got in. Why don't you first introduce yourself? Tell, tell everybody where you're from. My name is Joe McGinnis. My business is CNJ's Lawn Care. Okay. We're out of uh, West Virginia, Vienna, West Virginia. We started in 2016. 2016. Yep. 
West Virginia, man. Um, so you're in, you started what, beginning of 2016? Yeah. So we were, you we were up your third year here? Yeah, we were, I was pushing my own and stuff before that, but I actually went, got a business license. Full time. Went yeah. legit. What were you doing before this? Um, delivering pizzas. Okay, okay. How's it? How's business going? It's going good. Yeah? yeah. It's going good. We're, we're up to almost 200 accounts now. What? So, yeah. <laughs> yep, and a lot of small residentials, but we've got we've got some. Yeah, we got uh, we got one that's like ten acres, a uh, church, but yeah. a ten acre church. Yeah, we we bought a small company that was in town and got it out of them. Okay, okay. So. Well, let's touch on that. I want to get into the the buyout then in town. So you're in a small town in West Virginia. What was the? I think a lot of people are in your shoes. They were doing something else. Push mowing on the side, making a little extra cash. What was the hardest part of that first year? The first year was um, bidding, bidding the jobs right, being really? too cheap. I was too low because okay. I was comparing what I was making at my other job to my hourly wage, yeah. thinking, oh, I can make thirty bucks doing this yeah. for yeah. an hour. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so, so now bidding, it's. I started but, raising I mean, what did my you prices. Go in? You just went in and lost your shorts a couple times, and then <laughs> yeah. realized I got pretty a... much mowing for free on this on a couple yards. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I ain't doing this anymore. No. Okay. Um, just you. Who do you? Anybody working with you? It was uh, me and my dad. Yeah. He, he'd come out and help me for nothing. Just yeah. help me out. He was still working full time. Good. But then, uh, then the f next year we add an employee, and now we have. Uh, me plus five other employees. Holy so, smokes, dude. Yeah, we, we're, Congrats. we're running. That's stellar in three years. I mean, we, that is really, really good. We got two trucks, and then we're adding another truck here for next season. So, three trucks. Okay, so let's get into this. Um, hardest thing was bidding the first year. You're now at, would you say, five team members? Yeah. Um, three trucks. We'll add a third truck. Add a, add a third truck. How are you doing that? Are you financing those, paying cash? Uh, yeah, I had to take on debt this year. Okay. The the last three years, the only thing I financed was my mower. Okay. I had everything else was junky. Yeah. <laughs> Just trying to get by. Yeah. All all my handheld equipment was bought new. Okay. And okay. Uh, all my mowers are new. Okay. But. I had to finance a uh, truck, okay. but it's not new. You know, it was 19000 19, okay, yeah, okay. So it's still used, but you're going to have to hack at it for a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me ask you this. What is, who did you buy out? How was that process? Give me, like, pros and cons of that and what you learned. Because <laughs> we bought out a company, and I can tell you, I learned 80 things in the first 90 days. <laughs> And we did a lot wrong, so hit me with some of that. Yep, that's that's what happened to me. Was uh, he uh, gave me the price on what revenue should have been? Yeah. And the revenue, we didn't get a lot of the accounts yeah. because the people that were mowing them for him yeah. were doing such a bad job that they found someone before we even got to. So I ended up only having half of the accounts that I should have had, so I overpaid. But it. But luckily, you mind getting into some of those details? Like, how many accounts were there? The there, there was supposed to be 40, 47 accounts, and okay. we got 20 to 23. Okay. And do you mind sharing how much, how much did you pay for those? I paid uh, 22,000 okay. for the accounts and the mowers. 
but the mowers were all junk. The truck was, it's already gone. Okay. It's so. So what did you end up, I mean, what did you end up netting after that? I, I should break even okay. with, which. After one year, that's not, that's yes, not bad. I thought I would profit, and yeah. I was really excited. And dude, an investment after one year that you, you start making. Yep, and I'm making sure we're doing solid on all, because all the big accounts that were the high dollar ones, we, we locked you in. retained those, okay. Yeah. So you'll be making an ROI after 12 months on an investment. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, yeah. bad could have been a lot better, but it could have been a lot worse as well. <laughs> yeah. Could yeah. Have been a lot worse. Um, what's the what's the one thing you learned from that? Um, the, uh, to pay less. Yeah. To, to look at it on what it would Did cost you just me. Get excited and go into it too quick. Yep. And we were in the busy go of the season. Yeah. And I didn't. I was in the field 100%. So how did you do? How did you do that? Did you pay cash all the time? Yep, I uh, I went and looked at the equipment, and I knew the big accounts already because I actually knew his cousin, yeah. and we'd cut grass in the past, yeah. but I knew where the big accounts were, yeah. so I went and looked at them first. But and then I got um, I got some legal things written up. Yeah, yeah. To so you know, how'd you do that? I went to a lawyer okay. and got um, no compete <laughs> drawn up. And that didn't help with the him taking the No, um, because this was another company. It was in mostly residential. So it was when I contacted him, like one customer had nine rentals. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't happy. And <laughs> That's good info, bro. Um, what about? Uh, what do you think about the expo? What did you What did you hit up today? Um, looked at the Toro stuff. Yeah. Looked at the Ferris stuff. Yeah. That's what we use. We what use are you riding Ferris. We, we use Ferris and Snapper Pro, but we're, Snapper Pro. we're going to straight Ferris, better dealer. Yeah, yeah. Ferris, they're solid mowers, man. You can run those things <laughs> yeah. into the ground and they'll keep going, bro. Yeah, we, we bought our we bought our two new ones this year. We're hitting 400 hours on the 48. Really? This year, this season. Yeah. We have a 36 too. Do you see their uh, new sprayer that they got out there? Yeah. It's got a 12 foot boom yeah. on it with an 80 gallon tank. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've got to have one of those. Price tag on it's 23 grand though. I'm like, get some nice trucks for that. Maybe yeah. Get some nice trucks. I, I'm, I'm wanting to get into the fertilization yeah. side in a, a year or so once I get this kind of down better. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. That's I'm good. wanting to because it's, I don't know, it's. Always like mowing the nice yards. Yep, exactly. I mean, it's job security for you guys. It's going to keep them nice, keep them striped up, and uh, looking good. But hey, Joe, tell me uh, where where can our our listeners find you on Instagram or social media? Uh, C and J's Lawn Care. Okay. Just spelled out. Cool. And we're, we're on Instagram and we're on we're on Facebook. Okay. Okay. Awesome, man. Best of luck to you. Thanks yeah, for man. swinging by and chatting. Thanks for having Enjoy me. the show. Good luck. Yes, sir. Man, I want to pick your brain so hard. Cody, what's up, my man? I'm Brick. Nice to meet you. Nice we, to meet we, you. Sit down, chatted bro. a little bit. Sit on down here. Uh, so we are uh, we're just recording. We're taking walk-ups, getting people's story. Where you? Why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Make sure we're good to go here. Introduce yourself, where you're from, what All company right. you're on, what you're about. Well, my name's Cody Johnson, okay. and I'm from uh, Concord, Virginia. Okay. Lynch, well, closest town is Lynchburg. Okay. And I run a full-service lawn landscape business. Okay. 
and uh, the name of the business is Easy Lawn and Landscape. I love it, bro. I love it. What um, what year did you start the company? 2014. 2014? Yes. Been doing it a minute then. First three years of part-time and the last two have been full-time. Okay. Okay. What were you doing when you were part-time? I was a uh, Pepsi delivery. Well, I started, I was a Budweiser sales rep. Yeah. And then I switched to Pepsi. I was a delivery driver and then okay. ultimately got fired from there that pushed me over the edge to yeah. dive on in. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's and awesome. I regretted it ever since. That's so. awesome. So you were what? Just push mowing lawns, doing landscaping? Oh, no, I was. Uh, by the time I got fired, I was doing. I was doing some. I was mostly mowing. Okay. Doing about twenty some odd properties. Okay. And then uh, landscaping on the side. Okay. You know, nothing major. Okay. A few little small installs, stuff like that. So. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, let me uh, ask you a couple questions. All right. And then we'll, we'll get to whatever you want to ask us. Um, what was your? What was the hardest going from part time to full time? What was the hardest part about that? Winter and the lack of preparation, okay. the, the lack of uh, not having a plan. So yeah. for me, the three years that I done it, I didn't take it serious. Yeah. So it was like I was doing it to just cash make some extra money. Yeah. All that money disappeared. Yeah. If you don't know where your money's going, it's gonna find somewhere oh, yeah. hard to go. Yeah. So. Uh, it all disappeared, and then, you know, when I got forced out, it was like, oh, okay. So how do we, how Time do we to make it? Up, yeah. Ride it? Yeah. And I got super fortunate, and I'm a Christ follower myself, yeah. so it was clearly a God thing. But I got able, to, I was able to go to Puerto Rico and work when the hurricane went through. Really? And I made enough money in 28 days to live off of for the rest of the time. No way. And I was, then I was able to pick back up come spring and. Go at it. That's crazy. <laughs> it is. Tell me that story, bro. There's, there's a story in there. How did you freaking even get hooked up to go work in Puerto so, Rico? So you're chilling in, in Virginia. Yes. What? I mean, give me give me the story All right, on so that. So FEMA hires companies to provide fuel. So yeah. Foster Fuels is probably one of the biggest fuel providers on the East Coast now. They have a contract with FEMA. Yeah. Well, they provide fuel for generators. They sub out other companies for bodies, trucks, whatever, yeah. and they're, Foster's is local to me, but another company, WL, that's in the same town I live in, they had, you had uh, Florida, I mean, I'm sorry, Texas and Florida got hit right before Puerto Rico, yeah, yeah. then Puerto Rico. So their core group of guys have been gone for three months, hadn't been home. So they were in Puerto Rico for 72 days, and after 30-some days and another 30 to 40 days in two other states. Some of these guys were like, I'm done. The money's great, but I'm done. So they had to swap people in. They've never done this. They have a core group of 10, 15 guys in this company that always go on these trips. And they had to replace them. And I seen it and had a CDL. How did you see it? uh, I think it was... um, like just Google, just Googling jobs, because really? I was debating on whether or not like to go back Indeed to work. Or Indeed, yeah. yeah, there you go. Because I was debating on whether or not to go back to work. So, opportunity popped up. 28 days, Man. was home before Christmas, wow. and just prepped what for 2018. So tell me, uh, that's crazy, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Funny story though, when I was in college, I went lived in my summer. Uh, my uncle for the summer 
in Carbondale, Illinois. This tornado went through there, ripped everything up. But that's how I funded every yeah. cash for a truck, trailer, mower, all my equipment. But um, in chaos, there's opportunity. You Absolutely. just got to look for it. All right, my friend, what do you got for me? Well, I may have to pick your brain outside the podcast too, but I don't care. I have, uh, I have, I am a certified applicator. Yeah. I got certified because I wanted to be legal and not have to worry about anybody rolling up right now. Yep. Use five spraying Roundup. Yep. But since then, I've dabbled in a little bit of granular. Um, but I want to get into the furnace court some kind of bad. Yeah, yeah. And I just what scares me to death is. The, is the chemical. It's just, how many how many accounts do you have right now? I have 42. Okay. I provide uh, granular services to probably 10, yep. but there's potential there to grow. Okay. And what scares you? Just fear just, of the unknown of burning the property? Yes, fear of the okay. unknown. I don't okay. know. Okay. I've got a guy that I'm gonna shadow. Let me tell you this. Read the label. Well, the label's the law in Virginia. Is it like that where you are? Yep. Okay. Label's the law. Read the label. It is, you're going to be putting, so we put, there's Trimec and there's Enron is like one of the main top three-way herbicides. Yeah. In a 200-gallon tank, you're going to be putting about yes. a gallon and a half, a gallon to a gallon and a half in there. So it's super diluted in a 200 gallon. Yeah. You're not going to burn a property. What, what, what the misconception is, is that you're going to be putting chemicals in there that's going to burn it, yeah. that's really, really hard to do. The thing that is more important is temperature. When temperatures spike, you don't want to be do the dude throwing a really, really high rate of nitrogen down. Yeah. So that's that's what you got to keep an eye out for. You'll, you'll have more issues of doing granular in the fall. Like We burned a couple properties up just a little bit when we would make a turn or slow yeah. down because we were seeding the property putting a high rate of fertilizer down and then we had like two to three weeks of 90 degree days <laughs> that's where you're going to run into more issues um, but what I'll do for you bro um, get your phone out text me your number that's what yours text me your number we'll swap info bud and then I will just send you our program okay I mean, it's no secret. The, the other, the other fears, well, that not really fears, just lack of knowledge, is just equipment and yeah. like calibrations of. I do large properties. Yeah. I'm not doing. I, it's my property is going to be hard for me to walk around with a hose on a skid on the back of the truck. You probably need to do Z spray then. That too, you know. But then it's the. I've never fooled with the equipment. Yeah. I'm, I'm a type that if I do it once or twice, I got to figure but it out. But you're mowing. Z spray is just like mowing. Well, I'm talking like calibration of the other yeah. the boom and the sprayers and the yeah. nozzles and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's the stuff that freaks you out. Yeah, because yeah. I haven't fooled with it. Yeah. So the good thing about the Z spray is you can re uh, flag off an area, yeah. 5,000 square feet. You can check your rate, but it also lists the miles per hour. So you take the seat cover off, and it'll tell you, hey, if you're using this nozzle, you need to be going this fast. Yeah. And you're going to be calibrated at this much. Okay. So again, if you get into that and you want to call me, I can I can walk you through those calibration okay. steps. I mean, I'm gonna shadow a guy in North Carolina yeah. for winter apps for him to where I can get some hands on. Because yeah. I'm shooting to try to jump into not full fledged, but jump into a little bit next year. Good. So, Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, shoot me a text. 
and send me all your contact info. Yeah, we've chatted some. Try to catch Jason Creel's thing tomorrow too. Yeah. And when is that? Uh, two tomorrow, I think. Two tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good. Just to where I can try to pull some information in, and yep. I'm gonna use the off season to hit hit the Googles and oh, yeah. try to fill my head a little bit. Get your crap in order. Yeah. Be intentional. I mean, I've I've got the license, I might as well put it to use to make Dude, some money, yeah. right? Heck yeah. <laughs> it's gonna give you more money and. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep my. I'm trying to make more money without having to go absolutely absurd in size. Yeah. And I don't ever want to get rid of the mowing, but I know it's high profit margins and what you do. The profit margins is what. Yeah. what, what you might be like, I'm going to go all this side, just because you make hundred grand, you're keeping fifty in mowing. Bill out then you've got people like True Green and Spring Green. So like right now, we've we've been in a two month drought. And it, obviously, it's that time of the year for aerations and overseas. Yeah. But we've had lack of water. We've had strings of 90-degree days. Yeah. I ain't even started yet. We finally got rain when I left home to come here Wednesday. Yeah. And I got customers calling me like, when are you going to do it? I don't know. Well, True Green will do it now. No. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're going to come out there and do nothing. Yeah. And they have done it. Yeah. And it, it burns me up that these companies are taking advantage yeah. and wasting people's money. And they don't care. And they don't care. That's you, where you need more people to, that do care. That's where you, like in the first three years, it was a lot easier for me. My customer service was through the roof. Yeah. Sales were a little slower, but I lost no one. Because I, I was there, I was in person, and he probably had, I was the one dealing with it. You're going to be able to snatch those people like crazy. Yeah. The thing for you is, you got to figure out how big you want to get, what lifestyle you want, how much you want to make, and then back into those numbers from there. Yeah. I want to bank 100 grand. How many clients do I need, and what do I want my life to look like? Do I want to be on the mower this much? Do I want to sub out mowing? Do I want to hire a guy for mowing? All of that, you have to sit down. Looks like you're married. Sit down with your wife, talk that through, and figure out what are our goals, what do we want our lifestyle to be like. And uh, but for me, like I, I'm, I'm super competitive, so I just want to get absolutely massive, and then. Yeah. see what happens from there but not everybody's like that a lot of people are like if I can just have 50 grand in profit 100 grand in profit I'm good some days I want to be massive and some days then I get to thinking about it too much and it scares the hell out of me yeah and I'm like oh, and I'll back off a little bit yeah. but, but on the flip side of that I also don't want to do it too quickly deal, bro. it sounds like reading between the lines you have a lot of fear of the unknown I mean Sometimes you just have to go down the rabbit trail, and if you want to turn around, it's not like you've been so far down it that you can't turn around. Yeah. It's not like if you grow to a thousand accounts, you can't sell off 800 of them and go back to where you were. Yeah. You want to be, I mean, as a business owner, you have all the leverage. Oh, yeah. You get to, you get to set your schedule. You get to dictate the way you want to live your life. So don't make any decisions based on ready. I'm getting ready to look at that lens with some customers next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. 
don't let fear dictate, dictate your decisions. Otherwise, you'll end up with a business that you don't want. Yeah. So, all right, boss. Hey, nice meeting you. Thanks for swinging by, bud. Absolutely. Nice to meet you. Enjoy the show. All right, hit me. I'm with I'm with Dan of LawnSite.com. Which is awesome to be here. <laughs> um, LawnSite.com, obviously, you've got people kind of peer groups having conversations, talking back and forth. Yeah. Um, wanting wanting to share information and experiences. Funny thing about LawnSite.com, uh, just a quick kind of personal story. I uh, I live in Colorado. We don't necessarily cut a whole lot of grass. We have yeah. kind of a strange mountain grass. Yep. And I have a Toro walk on. Yep. And, it, and it's old. And uh, I had a stator in another part go out on it. And I, I Googled it for a solution, like a lot of people do. And the first thing that came up was lawn site. Yep. Which I thought was hilarious yep. because I'm the lawn site guy. Yep. And it was interesting because somebody answered that yep. question for yep. me right now. Yeah, I, I was just telling you, it is, it's so raw and organic. And you're getting the actual, one, you're getting the, the truth of what you're going to be dealing with. But two, you have a lot of knowledgeable professionals that are using this equipment day in and day out, or are pricing this job day in and day out. So it's just—it's really like a—I uh, view it as like the Wikipedia of lawn care because <laughs> anybody can go in and edit it, sure. anybody can go in and comment on it. So, tell—are are you guys doing anything? You said you monitor like if somebody starts getting too salesy on there, but are you guys doing anything on the horizon? Well, we should do some interesting things. We've actually had uh, some kind of, I don't want to call it a power user, but I think we all know what I mean when I say that. We've had some guys out there that have expressed uh, certain feelings about different brands, and the brands have actually reached out to us and said, hey, I want to talk to that guy. Yeah. And some guys have become kind of brand ambassadors for yeah. companies yeah. just by talking through Lonsite yeah. Yeah. because they were knowledgeable about it or were helping others out with it, which is kind of an interesting That's thing. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, one guy, I, I messaged him over the Lonsite message platform and he didn't believe me. So he had to go apparently look me up on LinkedIn and, and, and say, hey, uh, sorry, man, I, you know, I didn't know you were like a real guy. And what, tell me this. Tell me this. What is the... Because there's some friggin' funny names on there. What's some of the, like, give me like two names that you've seen that are, that are pretty good. Because you got your typical Lawn Guy 32, Mow and Grow 18. Mow and Grow? Um, gentleman by the name of Yodeling in the Valley. I thought Yodeling that was, in the Valley? Yeah. Yodeling in the Valley was great. <laughs> uh, that's the one that stands out. Yeah. You know, you get like goofballs like Harry Palms and stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of innuendo-based stuff. But I thought Yodeling in the Valley was the, Yodeling I was like, dude, I know exactly what you're doing. That's yeah, hilarious. You're cracking me up right now. That's hilarious. Yeah. Man, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Good nice luck. to meet you. I'm yep. sure you're talking to millions of people. Good luck here. to you guys. Yeah, so you can hear it. All we'll right. see you. Take it easy. All right, guys. Again, we're here live at the Jobber booth, number 9168, Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Have a Have a few good walk-ups coming in um we are here three to five so i just love meeting all these new people hearing their stories and uh getting to share some feedback and if we can help them at any any juncture in their business at any point that's what uh that's what matters to me we love that hit me with it bro so we're uh we're the lawn care leaders podcast we do like leadership business um, we do a lot of interviews with business owners we just do a lot of content 
help guys that are small businesses go from where they're at to the next stage. Um, not a lot of content around that. It's mainly like product focus or actual technical skills. So, right. what's, what's your lawn care leaders? Lawn care leaders, bud. What's your uh, what's your name? Where are you from? What business are you in? James Stewart, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and we do landscape design, landscape installations. Okay, okay, awesome. How many years in business? Seven years in business. Seven years. Yeah. That's a, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you made it like past the statistic five five year mark. Yeah, we that's made it over hump. the hump. Make it over the hump. We made it over the hump about three years ago. That's awesome. So. Um, just you, or do you have people working for you? Uh, well, we went through employees. This is uh, probably two years since we've had employees. We subcontract out now. Okay. And we kind of pick through the jobs, and we definitely landscape on our own. Yeah. But it's me and my significant other, my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and we've been together eight years now. Nine years now, excuse me. So. Uh, Nine years, bro. Yeah, Wisconsin, right. that's common law married. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been told, I've been told that. I've been told that, uh, man. But yeah, we uh, we pick through the jobs kind of and do the landscape installations that we love to do. Okay. And anything else we sub out basically. Okay. Tell me uh, a little bit why why do you come to the GIE Expo? Mm. You come to the GIE Expo? Excuse me. It puts you on the next level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, it shows a big. I don't know. It just shows a lot if you come here. Yeah. It shows your mind is in another another place, another level. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Here to learn. I think everybody's here to learn. Yeah. Everybody I know. Yeah, and it's nice to, everybody has a, a very, like, giving mindset when you show up here, like, sharing information. I mean, the, the people in the green industry are pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Really down-to-earth people, really, really salt-of-the-earth type people. Um, what about, um, I mean, give me, like, what's your what's your favorite thing? You've been coming here a while. What's your favorite thing to do? This when is you our get... fourth year here, okay. I believe. Um, we love all the meetups, meeting people. Yep. Are you going yeah. to the rally tonight? Yeah, we are. Are you? Of course. Yeah, baby. Yeah, we'll last year that was crazy. I, I, this will be my first year doing it. I've been oh, yeah? three times. I don't know how I've missed it, but I have each time. So I kind of feel like an idiot, but oh, we'll, we'll be there tonight. Is that like in a cave or what? Yeah, it's in a cave. So what do they tell me? Like, I'm fixing to throw this podcast up for everybody attending. Well, I mean, awesome what is food. it? They have drinks food, there. Drinks, of course. They have speakers, uh, or are you just chatting with like chatting with everybody. I don't think we really did any speeches. Cutting it up with um, people. Just everybody's got their team there, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's a ropes course. Really? That you can climb through. Yeah. That's my sick. girlfriend, we had her dad out here last year. We bring my parents Put to your... watch the kids. Okay. To watch the kid that we have. Okay. And um, so we can go out and have a good time and do those That's things. That's awesome, but, man. That's awesome. I'll let you go here in a second. What is um, I mean, like what's the one thing that you like about Jobber? How, how have they helped you in your business? Uh, we've only had Jobber for about two months now. Okay. We got it mid-season, so it was really hard to really dive into it. Yeah, yeah, that is but, tough. But um, everything that we got it for, it's it's amazing. So yeah. what it what it does is tied everything together for me. Yeah. I had things everywhere, so yeah. uh, proposals were in this program. Yeah. Everything was somewhere else. Yes. You know, invoices was in this program. Yes. Now it's all in one. You literally have your schedule. Your quotes, your invoices, your past dues. Saves so much time. It's like what's in your brain can finally yes. be in one spot. I'm like, oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cool, man. Cool. Nice to meet you, Rod. Hey. Hopefully I'll see you tonight. I'll be there. Take it easy. Hey, thanks. Yeah, thank you for joining me. All right, guys. We are uh, we're having a good time meeting people here. Um, again, we're at the Jobber booth. Jobber has been kind enough to let us set up shop here on the corner. Um, we are just out here trying to meet people, introduce ourselves, 
and we are having having a heck of a time. Um, one thing that I have noticed a lot about this year, we've been seeing a lot more uh, battery-powered electric mowers, uh, a big push towards solar and battery-operated mowers. So um, hopefully, if you have never attended, you get a chance to swing by this event. It is, it is massive, so um, keep listening. Thank you for being a listener. We're going to interview some more people and uh, see what we can't get for you guys as far as content from the GI Expo live on site at the Jobber Boat booth. I'm Britt, Volunteer Leaders Podcast. I'm Britt. Hi, I'm Amy. Amy, pleasure. Yeah. Nice to meet you guys. Nice you got a second? Yeah, yeah. How? I guess what? It won't. It won't take long. I mean, we're just whatever. we're just chatting with folks, cool, cool, cool. getting their stories, seeing what they're up to. So, yeah. how's the expo been for you? Good, man. Busy, busy. Busy. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, if you don't mind, grab a seat up here. Um, oh man. So uh, I'm here with Chance. Is it Chance? Yes. Chomp, yep, Chomp. With uh, Chomp's Daily Hustle. Oh, yeah. Tell me, uh, I know a lot of folks out there know you. We've got a, uh, not a huge audience, but a lot of business-to-business listeners. Audience is about 23 years old to 33. Um, So tell them out there what what you're about, what you do. Okay. So um, what we do, I'm Chomp from Chomp's Daily Hustle. And what we do is lawn care and landscaping, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, we've got also embroidery business yeah. that we just started up eight, no, ten months ago. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do, a, you do a lot more than that, man. I follow you on yeah. Instagram. You got the YouTube channel and stuff yeah. like that. Um, so you are a big social influencer. Um, what What would you say the last few years, how has, how has that shift into being a, a brand ambassador and an influencer? How has that changed your, your view of your company and how has that changed your life for, for you and your family? Right. We get, um, we network more, you know, we travel. Yeah. And there's opportunities, I guess, you know, out there. Yeah. The hard part was, still the hard part is building that brand yeah. and getting your name out there and stuff. Yeah. And being an influencer, yeah. it's, it's, it's another business in itself. Yes. You yeah. know? Yeah. A lot of work goes into it. Yes, it's it's not just you show up and you you yeah, do you your just, thing. You just yeah, you can't just airmail yeah. it and be an influencer. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, tell me, like, if you don't mind, just give me like a like a quick like elevator speech of how you got started in the lawn care industry, right. where you're at now, and what you guys plan to do. Okay. So we're just so you know, we do like a lot of interviews leadership advice and business advice because right. a lot of people get into the green industry I started with a push mower and okay. my mom's purple minivan right. and you wake up and you have a team and you're responsible for all these people and their families yeah. so our goal is just to show everybody hey we're all in the same boat and give advice of guys who have been there and who are doing it and so tell your quick story and then any leadership or small business advice we'd love to okay. love to hear it okay. You know, I started off just, um, it was just, we bought our first home yeah. and we needed a more. Yeah. I, I never said I was going to wake up and become a lawn care guy. Yeah, yeah. And so, got my first more from Sears and I said, how am I going to pay for this? You know, yeah. at that time, I could, we couldn't afford anything. Yeah. You know, uh, it was like $250 more. 
from Sears. I took a loan out just to a car down, just to get the mower. Wow. Because um, we were working a factory job, um, which is fine, you know. It's but it, I knew that there was more to life and growth yeah. than just a cutoff point of where a person should get paid. And so, yeah, the more, I guess, that more came came in and um, came into play. We bought our house. It almost like it, it all fell into place. Yeah. So then I said, okay, how am I going to pay for this lawnmower? Yeah. I started knocking on doors. Yeah. My neighborhood. Um, I think out of 30, 20, 30 people, one guy says, hey, you want to take care of our account weekly? I said, hey, it was 30 bucks, you know? I said, hey, 30 bucks a week. I said, in a few weeks or months, I can pay my more. Yeah, yeah. So it did. Yeah. Paid it off. That's awesome. So that's how we started, was just yeah. doing that. Humble beginnings. Man. Yeah. And then, you know, and then as the year progressed, you start building clients, you start. Yeah. When did it get really serious for you? 2009. 2009 was when we built up enough client to what I made working in the factory. Yeah, yeah. That's when I made the leap. That's when you made the jump. Yes. Yeah. But it's, but there was no benefits or nothing. I just made enough that I knew you could survive. Survive. Yeah. 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 And then I didn't care. I did care of when summer came, what was going to happen. But I that. I couldn't think about that. There's always an inherent risk. Yes, there's but that the, risk. The boat was close enough for you yeah, to jump you just and you it. knew you could just run. Yeah, yeah. just do That's it. That's awesome. Well, what has been, I guess, so you've been doing it a long time. You're, you've got a successful business. You're now a brand ambassador. You've got a lot of, a lot of clout, I guess, around the YouTube stuff. Give us, what, is, what has been maybe the biggest learning lesson? Because you have so many different pieces to who to who right. you are what, what is the biggest learning lesson for you um, to do things that you really love but <clears throat> scale it and get paid the yeah. correct amount yeah not doing it for because that's that was my mistake yeah. through business and everything that I've done yeah. I was working like a rat just spinning you are you're spinning yeah. And you're like, where's all the money? Where's, like, you know, yeah. you, get, you gotta get it to a point where you can cherry pick. Yeah. It's not that it's perfect right now, but you get to cherry pick. To create some margin yes. to where you can do other. You things. can do other things. Yeah. And then you can, once you do that, then you can put your time into the things you love doing. Yes. Yes. And when you love doing it, it's not work, and it's that's not, when yeah. it's scalable. Yep. It's scalable. Yeah, that's one thing that I've noticed with kids our age, again, 23 to about 35. Is we're all doers. Yeah. We're all we're all the hustlers. Right. We're all out there grinding, but you have to do to a point where it provides margin yes. to where you can scale it. Ever, I just talked to Corey Ballard about this. Everybody's complaining about finding the right talent, finding mm -hmm. team members, finding help. Right. But they don't provide enough margin in their profit to, to hire good people to do that. Yes. And so it is a it is a rat in a wheel type of thing. So you have to be able to pick your heads up from the weeds, yes. so to speak. And, and see the bigger picture. Right. Um, what about uh, what about the the expo? Well, what have you noticed this year? What are you doing? It's, it's big, man. It's it's huge. it's huge compared to the even last year. Yeah. So yeah. we noticed there's it's it's just gotten bigger. Yeah. Yeah. You don't go to the rally tonight. I'm gonna pop my head in. Pop your head in. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, I know you're busy, man. I won't keep you. Thank you so much for swinging by yeah, and no chatting problem. with us. 
best of luck to you guys. Yeah, thanks, we'll man. We'll see you. Yep. Appreciate Enjoy the show. Yes. All right, guys, that was Chance of Chance Daily Hustle dropping in to give us some knowledge. Super nice guy. If you guys haven't seen, he does a ton, a ton, a ton of YouTube content. Um, a lot of snow removal stuff. And um, <clears throat> the cool thing about him is when you follow his Instagram stories, when you follow his YouTube channel, a lot of real content out of him. Um, he, he is 100% authentically him. And I think that's why he has such a big following. He's not trying to be something that he's not. He gives you the ups and downs of, of business, um, of real small business, of what he's going through personally. Um, the dude, he's kind of got a cool thing going. He, he was doing uh, lawn care, but also had a coin laundry business. And him and his wife, 24-7, seven days a week, 365, had to go up there, <clears throat> collect the money, check on things, close the shop down. Didn't matter if it was Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, they were up there. And they have since uh, gotten out of that, renovated it, and they're they're like their brand, so to speak. The the Chance Daily Hustle brand is so big that they are running a kind of a, a print shop out of there. They're doing T-shirts, hats, the whole works there. So go over, check out Chance Daily Hustle on YouTube, on Instagram. Um, you won't be disappointed. I, I promise you'll you'll uh, get some good value out of that. To try and get one of these hats someday. Which one of these hats? The the leather cross. Are you a listener? Yes, I've I've got loads want? of catching up to do. Which one do you want? Well, there you go. You ask and you shall receive. Camo, my oh, man. Absolutely, yeah. My man. Class. I honestly forgot about these. I've been meaning to give them away. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll be pretty easy to give away. I had, uh, I had a bunch of hats and t-shirts that I was that I ordered that were to come, but yeah. I ended up getting my flight a day early because I booked it. I thought I booked it for a Tuesday, <laughs> and I got an email on a Sunday afternoon saying, "Don't forget to check in Monday afternoon." No I was like, oh. My wife was in Amsterdam as well, so she got in at 3 a.m. Monday morning, and I left at 5 a.m. Thank God she didn't have a delay on the flight. Oh or my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, Thank you, bud. Cool. Thank you. That was all I really had to. Lawn care legends. I'm okay. I'm good. I literally just I had something to eat in the food court. 
Yeah. So hit me with your details, bud. Oh, yeah. Name, introduce yourself, where you're from, what you're about. Right. We'll uh, get into it. Okay. Uh, my name's John Ryan. Yeah. Uh, I live in Northern Ireland, just yeah. outside Belfast there. Uh, and I'm, my business is called John's Lawn Mowing. So John's I just Lawnmowing. focus on basic grass maintenance. Okay. You know, uh, very simple for the for the customers okay. in the industry. What's this Lawn Care Legends? What's so that about? I have a Facebook group uh, that I founded. Yeah. I don't want to make it sound like it's mine, but I founded a group called Lawn Care Legends uh, on Facebook, and the, the whole idea of it was to create something where people could be positive on social media. Awesome. So awesome. one of the things that I really struggled with is I, I'm same as anybody else. I want to learn as much yeah. as I can in the industry. Yeah. But sometimes it's really hard to ask those questions when on social media it's very easy for people who yes. maybe know better yes. to belittle the question you're asking or your inexperience. And so that can be very off-putting for someone like me or somebody else yes. to ask the question without worrying about trolls or people kind of lighten on it. Classroom experience where yeah. you don't want to raise your hand. Yeah, exactly. No question's a dumb question. You're like, yeah, yeah right. I've got, <laughs> yeah. I've got the dumb question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then That's everybody awesome. else laughs at the thing that you That's don't. That's really, really cool. So how do you guys monitor that? So we, yeah, so it's an international membership. So we got a lot of Americans, we got a lot of uh, yeah. UK guys in Australia. Um, and so we have a big team of moderators and admins. So we kind of keep a, we run, maybe it might sound very strict, but we keep no, no bad language. We keep yeah. it very clean and professional. Yeah. We don't like advertising in the group. Yeah. Um, more, not you to- get, You get what you put up with. That's so you it, gotta, yeah. You gotta draw the line. Yeah, you, you gotta put in something, boundaries. you gotta put something in before you can get something out. Yes. And that's okay. kind of like our motto. So we want to make sure that people are coming away with that they, whether they work solo, they ha can take their cell phone or mobile okay. out of their pocket, yeah. and they're instantly connected, whether people are in the US or the Australia or the UK, because of the time differences, there's always somebody online. Okay, that's you awesome. Know? So that's, that's awesome. the idea. Does that take up a lot of your time? Yeah, <laughs> probably way more than I, I should allow it to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely, because it, it's led to a couple of things that have come out of it. So yeah. in the UK, we have a trade show called Soltex. Yeah. And uh, last year we connected with the company and we managed to organize a room to, uh, to be able to host an event called the LCL Awards. No so we have our we had our first meetup last year. We had about 100 Where people. Was that, at? that was in Birmingham in England. And uh, we had about 100 people for the first time turn how do, up. How do I get to that next year? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'll My give wife you and yeah, I. Come yeah, on. Yeah. So uh, the, it, it's, it's the biggest landscape yeah. golf you know, got green fun. industry, golf machinery, um, trade show in the UK. Yeah. But it's like a postage stamp by comparison to the GIE. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we kind of trying to mimic what's happened here in the US with social yeah. media. So now we've got our first kind of meetup, organized event awesome. where we got sponsors and people awesome. are helping. Good people like Jobber here. Yes, yes. You know? um, so we kind of took that to where we got the first LCL awards in the US this year. Yeah. Now we didn't, weren't able to replicate having a room in 2019, yep. but for 2020 we're hoping to do that. So awesome. we just got the competition rolling, and we'll have our, we'll record a video with the winners over the next day, um, and then that video, the the presentation of who wins that in the U.S. will go out online. Um, but awesome. next year we're hoping to have a room so we can kind of do exactly what we're doing in the U.S. or sorry, in the U.K. that we're doing it in the U.S.A. as well. Okay. okay. John was nice enough to give me some lawn care legend swag here um where where can people find 
Lawn Care Legends online if they want to look up more information, yep. look up the LCL awards. Yep. What so about? just uh, facebook.com forward slash groups yep. forward slash Lawn Care Legends and you'll find us there. That's awesome. That's awesome. You got another minute? Let yep. me chat a little bit. So tell me, how did you get into the lawn care industry? Give me the quick elevator speech of how you got into it. Yeah. Um, how long you've been in business and kind of where you're at now. Um, well, I've been self, on and off self-employed for about the last 20 odd years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started out in the service industry doing window cleaning, industrial cleaning, and expanded into kind of property maintenance. Mm-hmm. As I got more into property maintenance, we started offering grounds, uh, grounds control, ground maintenance, uh, lawn care started just progressing into an overall service and then as the path of being an entrepreneur you kind of start to realize we're getting too scattered with yeah. too many things yeah. then pulled it back now our main focus is just lawn care that's awesome yeah. that's awesome so you're chasing too many rabbits yeah. you weren't catching any of them yeah that's it I, I was what, was kind your, what was your biggest learning lesson so we've got we've got a lot of people on the show that are in that boat they're trying to just get cash flow in the door yeah and when that happens, they start reaching for this service line, they start offering gutter gutter cleaning, this, that. What lesson came out of that that really made you shift focus and get singular on one thing? There was a couple of things. Uh, probably the biggest lesson out of all that would have been to realize that when you have multiple services, it's very difficult to control your SEO to cover yes. that wider range of services. And what you might find as well is that there's a particular service that you're offering is the most profitable. But if you're trying to SEO the business to cover everything, you so say for instance, if lawn care is the most profitable, you might find that because you're trying to cover your services of gutter cleaning or window cleaning or pressure washing, that the SEO might work in a strength towards gutter cleaning. Yes. So what you end up with is a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, I need my gutters clean. So then it's taken away your focus and energy from where the most profitable aspect of the business yeah. is. So that was probably the biggest lesson was right. That's, that's huge, man. Yeah. Hey, I, to our listeners, I'll speak to our audience just for a second. You guys need to really go back and listen to that because what, what he just outlined for us is our most precious asset is time. And when you start chasing more than one service line, you're putting all your eggs in one basket that might not be the most profitable basket for you. So you guys really need to get laser focused on where your business is heading, what you what you want your business to look like in five years, what's the most profitable, and then build your marketing strategy around that. Do not build your marketing strategy around what what's getting the best SEO. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome, that's Definitely. awesome. Dude, that was a bomb that you just dropped on us. So give us, give us more. Okay, so you you got singular on just lawn maintenance. Yep. You're doing only mowing. Yeah. What else? Mowing and hedge trimming. Okay. Um, I do a bit of pressure washing, you know, with a lot of the commercial properties that I have, but trying not to. I don't I don't market that. Yeah. It's just something that I have that I work with existing customers. That's already it's already easy to upsell that with the ones I have. So I'm not too worried about trying to draw in more of that kind of work. It's just more of a bonus with our existing customer base. Is it just you? Are yep. you married? Yeah, yeah, I'm married. Uh, okay. Five five kids. Um, I'm married sole... with five kids? Yep. So I'm the, the sole... Didn't waste any time? <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, uh, man. Uh, so I'll put I'm you the... at the top of my prayer list, bud. <laughs> five kids. Yeah. Uh, what's the mix? Girls, boys? Uh, three girls, two boys. Oh. Yeah. So we are well outnumbered in the house. Three girls first? Uh, no. Uh, so it was girl, boy, girl, boy, girl. 
Wow. Yeah. Hit the jackpot there, did, man. We didn't Everybody want to. talks about doing that and it never happens. <laughs> what are you, what are you, yeah, <laughs> so we kind of stopped it there. We didn't want to see if we <laughs> could keep it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so um, just you and your wife then? Yeah, just me and my wife. I run the business on my own. She's got enough on her plate. So yeah. I'm the sole breadwinner in the house, which means... Her uh, job is a, tougher than your job. Yeah, so she, she was away in Amsterdam before I came here to Louisville. And uh, I tried to run the house for her, and wow, yeah. Oh my <laughs> I think God. I got the better end of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> you, did. you did, you did. Okay, so that's awesome. So you're laser focused. What, what are you up to now? What, what have you, uh, what have you done this past year? Maybe give me like the best thing you did, and then your biggest learning lesson from 2019. Yeah. So I find that the the business and the industry that we're in, it's a very physically demanding one. Yeah. And uh, I I suffered with a. a, a vehicle accident a number of years ago which injured a, a number of my discs in my back so what I found was that the more intense work that I was taking on the more physical cost it was taking on me throughout the year yeah. so what I, I maybe experienced a slip disc maybe twice a year and with a slip disc maybe for the first two days you'd almost incapacitated where you can barely sneeze take a deep breath without the pain oh searing and then you have to get up and you know, be physically active as much as possible to speed up the recovery. Yeah. It's the only way to do it. So I was finding that my recovery period was about a week. And then in November of last year, at the end of 2018, I did a hedge reduction job, which was about five foot wide by four foot tall. And the amount of twisting and turning and the, and the strain- something out, and putting yeah, all exactly, pressure on your yeah. back. Uh, and I slipped a disc, but it took me nearly three weeks to recover from that one. So the what I kind of realized was, right, I really need to, again, laser focus, where's my strength, what am I most capable of doing, despite the fact of having a, a physical kind of challenge yeah. on my plate. And so from that, um, I'm able to enjoy the job more. I haven't slipped a disc since November of last year, which means I'm not having any downtime, I'm not struggling. It's not having a mental health kind of implication because yeah. you're worrying about providing for the family, yes. keeping up with your schedule, all that yes. type of thing. So, yep. yeah. Now, are you looking to, that's really that's really good, that's smart. Um, are you looking to hire anybody to help or what, what, what's the company size? Um, it's just me, solo. I keep it solo for a couple of reasons. One, it means I'm most flexible for my family. Okay. You know, look after them. If I want to take a half day of okay. work, I can just go chill yeah. out with the family. We can do something together. Yeah. Um, holidays, again, it's being flexible. I'm not worrying about scheduling my business with workers as well as employees. Yeah. So that, that works good. And then obviously with social media, with the events that I attend oh, and yeah. things like that, again, keeps it keeps me free. Yeah, keeps yeah. you going. Man. Absolutely, yeah. That's awesome. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Okay, so they can find Lawn Care Legends on yep. Facebook. What on about Facebook. you personally? Uh, look you up. Are you on Instagram? Yep, I'm on Instagram. John's okay. Lawn Mowing. Okay, let me find you here. That way we can get connected. Um, I'm gonna. We got Lawn Care Leaders podcast. Yeah. But then also under Green Again Lawn. So we've got John's. I should already be on your following list. Perfect, that's me. That's you. Yeah. Bingo, bingo. I'm going to do it from Green Again Lawn as well, man. Cool. Hey, brother, thank you so much. Pleasure. I will tell you, your voice to America, like when when I heard it, I was like, I'm going to chat with that guy. It's so soothing. <laughs> our, our, our language is so choppy and like blunt compared to yours. I'm like, I I gotta get this guy on the show just to hear him talk. Good, good. I'm pleased at least it's something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you get that a lot. Hey, yeah, appreciate it. Man. You, bud. Pleasure. Keep the hat. Yeah. Flaunt it. Gentlemen, thank you very Tag much. Tag us in a selfie. Absolutely. See yeah. you, bud. Then, thanks, Take man. it easy. Yeah.
we're and I'm putting this on the iPad. Yeah. And I'm I, I want to attend. Yeah, yeah, cool. So next year, Moyer is going to try and help out. We were trying to get a, a location this year. Okay. So, but it just we're supposed to do it at the rally. Didn't quite work out. We were going to do it in another room. Didn't okay. quite work out. And then so instead of just kind of, I almost wanted to pack it in for the U.S. this year and try again next year. I thought, yes. no, just get it done. Something doesn't matter how small or whatever. Yeah. It's the first of it, and then I can yeah. build on it next year. And it, that's that's really smart too, because the first two you're working out the kinks anyways. Yes, so yeah, it's yeah. okay to keep it small. Yeah, and then be able to scale from there, knowing yeah. what you need to do. Because in sure. the UK last year I did it, I hit all technical issues. Yeah, and it was like I had a video that was playing, and it was, I couldn't. Uh, I had another company put it together for me. Yeah, and when I went to play, uh, download it, it wasn't downloadable file. It was only streamable, but the internet wasn't great oh where I was. Gosh. So when I had a hundred people and this thing going on the screen, the buffering circle come up and, uh, uh. and I go to say, oh, I'm really sorry. And then the music would play again. <laughs> so I was just like stressed out to the max, that, but it taught me everything I needed to go. Yes. Right. So I have everything done yeah. sort this year. Yeah. And then that's also taught me what I need to bring over here with it. So while yeah. the competition's online, yeah. next year we'll have a room, we'll have a TV, we'll have a couple of speakers, yeah. and it's all talking about things that affect us. It's awesome. Which is awesome, because then... Dude, I would love to, honestly, I would love to be there, yeah. just to hit record on the audio button, yeah. put that content on the podcast. 100%. It would be amazing for our listeners to be able to learn from guys that are being that vulnerable yes without being worried about like you said asking the questions yeah because one of the biggest things that uh, in in the Facebook group one of the biggest things that I'm most passionate about is that four years ago I had a mental breakdown so struggling with a bad mindset everything that affected me people what yeah. I was watching what I was listening to after that the thing that kind of held me together was the community yes. so it kind of helped restructure what I was focusing on where I wanted to be and all that so that's kind of like mental health's a big thing. Yeah. So whenever I ask a question on Facebook about like people who's struggling or whatever, people are answering quite, you know, the, the thing saying, uh, I, I struggle with PTSD or I've got yeah. bipolar. One guy commented on, on the thread saying, my wife has just left me, my daughter won't let me see my grandkids, uh, I've lost my house, and I want to kill myself. Right now that's like really where someone's being very, very vulnerable and fragile. Yes. But instead of kind of everyone jumping in and saying something to make it worse, somebody commented on it, and it was a guy who went through the exact same thing six months ago. Now, while that wouldn't necessarily, cure, you know, fix the problem from that, the fact that he knows he wasn't alone made a yes. difference to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing how many people being able to walk through those valleys together is yeah. huge, man. Yeah, yeah. Huge, because you feel isolated already. Yeah, and that's, if anything, that's what I'm trying to contribute with. That's that, awesome. Is to kind of give that. So it's if a, you can it's, affect change in one of those people's life, it's worth it. That's it. That's 100%. cool. That's cool. So she, you, you're going to, I'll walk you can I leave this? She might meet us along the way. Can you I? can put it in our... <laughs> no, I'll be there. <laughs> you need to go to that. I'm yeah. not going. Oh, go. Yeah, I'm going. It'll be fun. Good. Well, we're going to do that. We're going to, uh, we really haven't had a chance to, I mean, we've walked around just a little bit, but we had a couple people we had to talk to, and so we get kind of trapped in the booth for 30, 40 minutes, and it's like, and I haven't been Solar powered stuff. A lot of, a lot yeah, of, a lot of electric, electric. Electric, yeah. Last year was a big thing, man. Everyone's going electric. And so we're selling that ego stuff, which is cool, but man, everyone's going electric now. So there's so much electric. It's so weird, like the mean green stuff. It's weird seeing a big piece of equipment. It's just silent as a turkey. Yeah, I know. It's such a weird feeling. Yeah, I've 
been, I've operated that gravely one a few times, and it's insane. You can't even hear it when it turns on. It's weird, it is, it's a weird thing for me, even when I grab, even the blower, trimmer, chainsaw, I'm like, I want but then it does exactly the more what it's noise, supposed the more to do. Power you feel like you yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works exactly like it's supposed to. I'm like, this is so deceiving. I can't quite figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's really weird. Did you see the, is it, what is it, Mean Green? Or what, what is that company? Yeah. They have one that's yeah, solar that's powered. That's you it. can drive it if you want, but you can also program it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, drive, I, did, I did see it. It'll drive itself. So I can get around all my people? <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, no, when they want to show up and hop on, they can. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh. Yeah, it was yeah, Screwed up. Well, not too bad, but we didn't put our website on it. It's got the coupon well, code. They didn't spell your name right. Oh, they didn't God. Ask we, didn't, me. We, didn't, we didn't get it reviewed by the boss. Exactly. Didn't take it up for me. Yeah, my high school basketball team was a late this out, the tradition of excellence. We spelled excellence wrong. <laughs> no, we had to We didn't have enough money to switch it, so we just won. It'd be kind of fun if it was on action. You could at least tell you it was on action. No, I, I mean, on purpose, but yeah, that was totally <laughs> All right, we're gonna drop some stuff off. We'll be over at that deal. Good evening, nice to meet you, bud. Yeah, man. Good to see you guys. See you, see ya. All right, guys. This week's episode was brought to you by Jobber. And I want to give a shout out to Murray at Jobber for setting that up. It was a lot, a lot of fun uh, meeting the Jobber team. Chat with a lot of them on social media, email, a lot of conversations back and forth. Um, not only through the podcast, but also through our company, Green Again Lawn. Um, so big shout out to them. It was a lot of fun to meet you guys in person. Um, every one of them was super nice, super sweet, and very helpful throughout the whole process. So glad we got to record live at their booth, and hopefully we will be collaborating again with them soon. Um, listen up, guys. As a podcast specifically for the green industry, lawn care leaders, what we mean by that is professionals in this industry, people who wake up one day and they realize, holy crap, I am leading a team. I am responsible for an organization. I am responsible for these people that I have in my life. Um it's, it's a big weight to carry, and so that's what this podcast is for. We're here as a community, a community that we want to build up to help each other grow. Um, <clears throat> one thing that we want to do is continue to reach more people just like you. So again, I said if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, it always helps us. But more than that, share, screenshot it, share an episode on Instagram, share it to your story. That's the best way to get the word out. Um, because the, the impetus for this podcast, the beginning story, was that I found myself at um, an event where we were learning all technical skills, you know, and I, I go up and I ask the guy, okay, when do we learn some business advice? When do we learn some leadership advice that ap applies to this industry specifically? Um, and he was like, hey, dude, we're, we're just here talking about chemicals or we're just here talking about turf grass. 
All that is great and dandy. I understand that. But one thing we're missing is the business side of it. And so that's that's what we're here to bring you guys. Don't be strangers. Reach out on Instagram. DM me at Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. We'll be happy to answer your questions. I will tell you if it's a good question, and I feel like a lot of people are going to be asking that similar question, we will try to record it and throw it up on the podcast because, again, that's what we're here for, here to add value to you guys, add value to other people as they join the show, and um, answer a lot of questions, keep people from a lot of pitfalls that we've all been through, and um, help us all to be that, that much further ahead because of it. So thanks for listening to this week's show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tune in next week. We've got a couple interviews that we're going to be dropping, one of them with Dan Mitchell that you do not want to miss, and then another with a lawn care professional where we get into some tree and shrub activity. So thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you never. <laughs> we're not going to see you. Why do I always say that? We ain't going to see you. It's a podcast. We'll be with you next week. How about that? Enjoy your week. We'll see you soon.